Hey everyone, welcome to the Bible Belt Bros Podcast. We got a lot of things to catch up on today because you might have noticed we had one fantasy football podcast and then none after that. <laughs> yeah. One for for a few reasons. Okay, one my team has been trash. <laughs> and my team was great at the beginning of the year. My team's been trash, and so it's like, why even talk about it? This is stupid. Football is dumb. Can't believe people watch this game. And then also is just the time factor of like getting those up fast enough. So sorry if you actually cared about those fantasy football. Right. We did it. We did do a week two podcast, and I just I completely forgot to edit it. And I I always yell at Dusty for not editing quick <laughs> yeah. enough. And I just I went like a week and didn't even edit that. And it one. hasn't been edited at all. Yeah. So. And and it's still yeah it's still just sitting in my sitting in the archives and yeah so sorry guys we have a couple like that actually but this is uh running down towards the end of the fantasy football season and Andrew and I uh we have an interesting matchup we do it it's come down to the wire so currently my team is in sixth place. And my- Andrew is in seventh place. We are tied, same record, five and seven. I just jumped you this week. I you did. Super exciting. I didn't even see that. You did. <laughs> so I was sitting on the crapper this morning, and I looked at standings. I was like, oh, "Are you kidding me? Are you?" So let's go back to my team being amazing. At All the, right. be- the first like six, seven weeks of this season, I was breaking records. I was setting the highest score ever in our r- fantasy league. I was consistently in the 130 to 150 range, and, you know, I was unstoppable. But I was always in that fifth, sixth range because the guy I always played would be the one guy who could have beat me that week. Yeah, you, you had the interesting schedule that seems to happen often to us is I have the most points for my team, but also the most points against my team. Yes. And so every week you might be the top two, three t- scores of the week. But you played the guy that had just a slight edge above you. Yeah, that's how my first five to six weeks were all season. And um, my bye week, which was, well, really I had three bye weeks this week. Three. I have such a good team that my key play, I had two to three key players that would go on bye week each week. From week eight, week nine, and week ten. And I just went downhill and I couldn't break over 100 points. And then I've just gone downhill ever since. And now my team is trash. And Dusty has this really amazing team. My team, the second half of the season, has really, I think I've won the last three out of four or four out of five, something like that. Yeah, four I or was, five. At one point, I was in last place. And I was like, I have never been in yeah. last place in the league ever. Like, I was a little embarrassed and glad that we weren't in one of those tattoo leagues or something where you had to do something stupid. So it was so bad, I didn't even talk trash to Dusty. Yeah, I was just like, this is ridiculous. But I drafted my team a little different than I normally do. I have three different leagues, and so I was trying to diversify the strategies. The strategies, because all I need to do is win one, you know, and I'm making 200 bucks, and, you know, I have $75 buy-ins. So it was... If I win one league, we're good, you know. On this league, I strategized end of the season, mainly the playoffs, fantasy football playoffs. When it came to drafting this player or this player, I picked which one had the better schedule for the playoffs. So if I can get in, 
Because normally what would happen is that would be the top two or three teams going into the playoffs, and then I'd have like really tough matchups by my team. And so then I'm like, I just fall flat and I get upset, basically. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying this year, like, don't worry about getting the best player who has the best matchup, and hopefully that'll push me through the edge. Now, Patrick Mahomes has not been my homie this season. No, he has not. He has, uh, and I took him rather high for a quarterback. And was so he your first pick? No, as quarterback, as, as my quarterback, yeah. But he was like maybe my second round pick. Yeah, I think he was second. And so I, that's that's you know, that's a no no, typically. But he, he just had such a high ceiling that I just had to take the risk because if you get him and he's got this year is Lamar Jackson, you should have got Lamar Jackson. You could have had him in the eighth or ninth round. Yep, and uh, he is just dominating right now just insane so i have russell wilson who has been just extravagant this year and this week russell wilson only got 10 points he is the reason i lost this week (laughs) now i have the unsung hero of my team is derrick henry running back for the tennessee titans that dude i don't know how many 50 plus 60 plus yard touchdowns he has this season but the guy is running better than any running back out there. Better than Elliott, better than Kamara, all those guys. He's the one carrying my team, really. The last three weeks, he's had 24 points, 33 points, 28 points. I think he had a 75-yard touchdown run this week. When you see that alert pop up on your phone, it's like, ooh, this is a good day. <laughs> and I also played the whole draft Kareem Hunt, who's not going to play the first half of the season, knowing that I might get him the second half of the season, a fresh dude, injuries at running back on multiple teams, and so yep. they're all on their second-string guys, and I got a guy who is a arguably first-string guy, especially with catching the ball because they, they've been using him as it's the so pass weird. catcher. You say arguably a first-string guy. Kareem Hunt he, is a first-string running Chubb back. But Chubb is doing so well. That's what, right. I'm, that's what I'm saying. He's splitting carries, splitting right. time, but he's getting more receptions and so they're going for more yards. You so know who's running back isn't injured right now? The 49ers, because they use six strings they of use six running, running backs. backs. Oh, let's not talk about that game, Andrew. Oh, that was an amazing game? I but made I'm... the mistake of going to Andrew's house as me, a Packers fan, as Andrew, a 49ers fan, and just watched, watched the Packers, watched the Cheeseheads get shredded. Yes. We had shredded cheese for... <laughs> You start serving that for your meals now when you go to football. Shredded cheese. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I should have had shredded cheese there last uh, yesterday. <laughs> it, was, it was it was terrible, but you know there was enough Packer fans there to buffer the smack talk from Andrew. And so I didn't it, smack talk once. I don't think you didn't. It was already over by the time I got there. I didn't even get there by halftime, yeah. and it was like the game was over. Yeah, it was twenty-eight to zero at halftime. <laughs> yeah. I think. Oh, man, it was just so sad. But, you know, you can't count Aaron Rodgers out. And so I was not – I wasn't talking trash because I knew Aaron Rodgers can throw four Hail Marys with two minutes to go. Now, we did do some bet. I can't remember what it was. It was like throwing cheese and catching it in your mouth or something like that. Yes. And there was some bet, and Andrew was going to wear my Packers hat and cheer for the Packers, basically, until they score again. And I was like, oh, take that bet. Well – I, I won the bet. He lost, so he had to put on the hat. It hurt. 
I wanted to and cry. And it was like a tighter hat. It was like one of those fitted hats, but hasn't really been stretched out. It's like basically brand new. So it, it even hurt my head, but it was way tighter on your fat head. Oh, that's not even what I'm, I, It just hurt to wear oh. like Packers anything. <laughs> so he's cheering on him the score, and I was like, Andrew, uh, you know I didn't say at the end of this game. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little bit more compassion on you seeing how much pain you were in wearing that hat. So I allowed the bet to be over after the game, but I really should have kept it going. Man. I just felt bad. Yeah. Plus uh, I wanted my hat back. That's true. <laughs> and actually, so you gave me your hat. I ended up giving your hat to your wife and your wife gave me her hat. Yeah. So I wore her hat the because it was a snap uh the snapbacks. Yeah, so you could Open it up a little bit. Right. So that is uh, how our fantasy, Dusty and I, are playing each other this week. Winner gets in the playoffs. Loser sits out and watches. This is going to be a good week. No. Winner, loser goes to the Sacco. Loser goes to the Sacco. And currently projected, I am projected to win by 11 points. Yes. So we'll see what happens. But. Hopefully Julio Jones, who is questionable, decides to sit out. Hopefully. I hope he does, too. Oh. <laughs> Julio jacks me over every week. He is but the reason I lose. Not, you just rather not have the opportunity to play him? Yes. <laughs> so then you don't have to worry about Exactly. Because I know, yeah, he's projected, what, 18 points? Hold up. Where is he at? Yeah, he's projected 18.9 points. So this this is where my strategy, Fish, was hopefully coming into play. You have Russell Wilson playing the 49ers. Good defense. You have Samuel playing Baltimore. Good defense. You have Cook playing against. Wait, Seattle. wait, 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 wait. Sorry, we gotta go back to Debo. Baltimore has Jalen Ramsey, who is good, and they have a good line. Baltimore so, doesn't have Ramsey. They have oh, Marcus Peters. There we go. Yep, Peters. Sorry, who shadows Peter, Peter. everybody? Like that yeah. dude is all over the field, and they have a good line. Debo is not their star. That Peters will be on Sanders. You're hoping that you just get a bunch of checkdowns, right? So then you have Cook, who's playing Seattle. That's pressed. You have Julio Jones, who would be playing New Orleans if he plays. So you just have a tough matchup this week with all with half your team. Yes, going against. And I've got Mahomey versus Oakland. I've got Landry versus Pittsburgh. I've got. Hey, wait, wait! He's gonna get smacked on the head with a helmet. I've got Kamara versus a two-win Atlanta team. Have they won twice or just once? I can't remember. I think uh, they won two. I got Kareem Hunt versus Pittsburgh. I got Derrick Henry versus Indy. I got a lot of Cleveland players on my team. What the heck? Anyways, all that to say, I'm going to destroy you. And I might play Gurley this week because they're playing in Arizona. Arizona's a good defense. I don't know where to fit them in. I wouldn't do it. Arizona? Arizona's not a good defense. Against running backs, they are. Look at the Niners when they played Arizona. The Niners arguably had the best running offense right now, and they couldn't do anything against Arizona. Well, that was our fantasy football update. Sorry we didn't keep you uh, informed as the season went, but you didn't miss much besides no. a lot of crying and complaining. Yeah, it was a very Which is the down. topic of this podcast. That's really the theme. It is, really is. Is crying and complaining. It is. Whether it's about sports, whether it's about church, whether it's about Work, whatever. Or each other. Or each other. It's a lot of crying and complaining. Yeah. So let's move on to our topic. What is the topic, Andrew? You're the one that called this meeting. I did. I, I called the, um, the the meeting of the minds to discuss our thoughts. Our thoughts about what? 
Just our thoughts in general. Do we, do we, I forget how I worded it to you, but are we responsible for our thoughts, essentially? Because we can't really control our thoughts. Here's an example. I don't cuss. But in my mind, in my thoughts, I can be cussing somebody out up and down, up one side, down the other. But it's not even what I want to say or what I am going to say. But for some reason, it, it's in my mind. So are we accountable for that? My thought, firsthand, hearing it before we talk it out, and then hopefully be corrected by our pastor or somebody later. Or somebody. By the way, let's just say a funny story. Uh, one of the pastors at our church uh, on our last episode uh, texted us and was like, can I offer a rebuttal? <laughs> <laughs> so somebody over there is listening, which yep. is scary. So. Anyways, <laughs> we won't we won't go into why he's not on the episode, but we won't go in details. We won't go into details, but because um, I don't want to hear him complain again. You know, <laughs> although that is what this podcast is. Yeah. Just to begin, <laughs> thoughts are hard because, like, there's times where I I kind of struggle with anxiety. I struggle with very self destructive thoughts personally. Um. Mm-hmm. um I don't know. Like I, I that's one of the things that celebrate recovery that I've talk about all the time is like why can't I control my thoughts? Like I right. don't want to think these things, right? But yet I do, and so I think there's like maybe a boundary because I would say some of those things are in your heart, and that's why the thoughts right. happen. So you could say, well, your heart is bad, and so you decide to cuss people out. Because that's really what you want to do in your heart, you know, so maybe there's an issue there, but at the same time, Bible says like in your anger, don't sin, right? you know, so it's not a sin to be angry, but you know, your actions as a result of that anger. So maybe it's the same thing with thoughts, like how you act on those thoughts is where the action or the, uh, the problem arrives maybe. Well, see, and I... Like, <clears throat> just using the cussing thing for an example, I feel so dirty or crummy afterward, or like when I think those thoughts. But it's like, how do I? I can't control them; they just come. And so it's like, how do I? Do I repent for this? Do I? Do I need to get baptized again? <laughs> <laughs> Did I lose my salvation? <laughs> I, well, and I, that's where I would say maybe there there is something. I have had more of a pot, and I I would say it does upset me every time I call you. Like I have kids in the car, don't say anything because I'm like half the time, ninety percent of the time, I'm not saying anything right. stupid. But um, but there's that chance. There's that chance, but it's it would be like an, an <clears throat> more of an anger mindset. Like uh, in my anger, I do sin by saying things to no not to anybody, just out loud, just right. to myself. I start speaking those thoughts. I guess is what you could say. So those thoughts in my head, I start speaking them out loud uh, to myself or whatever. I look like a crazy person, but that's what I do. And so the, I would say that part is is the sin. I'm allowing those thoughts to now control my actions. And I don't know. Like, So I would say maybe like shows I'm watching or music I'm listening to might influence those thoughts more. Maybe that's true. I, Man, think, I, I think see there's it. Some, some truth there. Yeah, like, I, I, there is. What you, where you're surrounding yourself in those times is, is yeah. kind of the same thing. Like, uh, like I like 
rap and hip hop music. And Andrew, you're gonna enjoy this. So there's 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 moments where I'm I'm just had a rough day or whatever, and I have a choice: Christian rap, basically, or Eminem. Am I, am I not even Eminem? Like, am I just gonna go into the top 100? Is usually what I hit. Gotcha. On Apple top 100 rap, whatever. All of it's trash. You right. Know, trashy thoughts, trashy whatever. You know, which is another another whole another topic of how, like, it's okay to write some disrespectful things to women in songs and that's cool. But say those same lyrics to the, to the woman face to face and all of a sudden you're, you know, right. Sexist or whatever. Right. <laughs> but I have that choice. Like, what am I going to fill my mind with to control my mind? Am I going to allow it to be controlled and just continue to fuel it through, you know, this lyrics, these lyrics, or am I going to calm it down through these lyrics? And I said, you're going to like this because, um, who is your all-time favorite rapper? Eminem. Who's your all-time Christian favorite rapper? Uh, so I have Tadashi. Okay. So I listen to Triple E a lot. Okay. And and that that's been my all-time favorite, kind of my all-time favorite rapper. Really, um, I like Eminem too. Uh, but I'm gonna have to expound upon that. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, my all-time favorite rapper, I think, is Triple E. I listen to a lot of Triple E. Um, but you know, Tadashi shows up on his featured artists, right. uh, you know, they, they collab a lot. A lot. And so yeah. I've been, you know, Triple E, I don't think he's put out an album since 2016. So I, uh, was like, I need some new stuff going on. So let's see what Tadashi's got going on. And dude, yep. Tadashi. Tadashi's dude. a beast, dude. Dude, man. It's good stuff. So, I know. I love Tadashi. So you've been telling me to listen to him forever, and right. I'm just like, now you're finally. I just <laughs> I never wanted to listen to him because you always said to listen to. Him. <laughs> well, because I I like rap or hip hop, and so I know who's good. Like uh, right now, I'm actually on an NF kick, so I've been listening to a lot of NF. Mm-hmm. Um, but and again, I found him. So I found Tadashi through Trip Lee. I found NF through Tadashi. And so it's just like this ladder is. So now let me expand upon Eminem. Okay. Yes, he is my all-time favorite because I don't believe there's anybody who is as talented lyrically. The guy has a God-given talent, and I wish he used it for God, but he uses it in the best way he knows how and the way he was raised. And there's just nobody who can match him lyrically. Yeah, his lyrics are always fire yeah and they're not the greatest lyrics but i mean the just the words he can combine Mm -hmm. and the speed at which he can do it is just amazing so that's why i I love him um i don't listen to him now yes there is that time when i'm angry and i don't want to listen to christian rap and i don't feel you want to be angry right and so i don't do that top 100 i just go straight to eminem (laughs) and i listen to I mainly listen to his recovery album because um, that is he put his heart and soul into that. And in my opinion, his recovery album is his heart. Um, I was going to say you, the one album you don't listen to is the recovery because <laughs> that's kind of calming you down a little. Bit. Right, it's kind it's kind of it telling you like you know don't don't go off the deep end like you come right. back you know so it's kind of like if you want to fuel your anger you listen to some other albums <laughs> you don't listen to the recovery album that's the one album that might yeah. bring you back to <laughs> listen to his uh, Marshall Mathers album <laughs> yeah. 
it's so crazy because you know in his earlier albums he's dissing everybody including Elton John because Elton John is gay and Eminem despises gay people but his recovery album is inspired by Elton John and Elton John helped him write his recovery album because Elton John went through the same things that Eminem went through the same drug addictions and Elton John pulled Eminem out of that dark place and was his accountability partner and his, his the only friend really there for him all the way through that. So good on Elton John because somebody like that could have just rooted for their failure. Right. And, and instead. Instead of that, he came to his rescue. Yeah. Yeah. And that just that that touched me also. So you were touched by Elton John. I was. T- <laughs> yes. <laughs> Since we're going there, and Michael Jackson, and <laughs> so thoughts, Andrew. Back to your thoughts. All right, so yeah, now that we expand on that, let's go back to our thoughts. <laughs> I think that there's there's a fill your mind with the right thoughts. There, there's that aspect of it. So you know, maybe that, that sin starts before your thoughts come out. Is what are you filling? Which the. I feel I do a pretty good job at filling yeah. my heart, and because I I only listen to Christian music. Um, he only I, watches Lizzie McGuire, right? <laughs> as we discuss Sunday. <laughs> oh, that's another episode, Dusty. <laughs> I only watch more of the good wholesome shows, not really dirty shows. I despise reality shows, Dusty. <clears throat> Bachelor in Paradise. Hey. Yeah, because right, those are right all... now we're also watching this new show called Ninety Day Fiance. What people, the frick? People, may, <laughs> that's it's just funny, Andrew. It's just like these people can't be real, but they are. And that where they meet over, like they have like a girlfriend overseas, which is really funny. It's like a guy like myself that finds a model in Sweden. The model says she loves me, but she really wants just to move the to the green America. card. <laughs> and so it's they get a K nine. It's called ninety day fiance because they get a K nine visa, so they have to be married within ninety days of coming to the states, or they go back. And so it's just like seeing like, uh, it's just like seeing this funny like Puerto Rican woman coming in wanting a new iPhone and all these clothes, and the guy is like living in a one bedroom apartment, it's an Uber driver for a, his full time job, and like can't afford those kind of things. So it's just. The drama in those shows, and there's like 10 couples, and so it's just so funny. Andrew, it's so funny. 90 Day Fiance. See, these shows just, uh, they perpetuate the, the the stereotypes. And, stereotypes I mean, exist for a reason, though. And they, I mean, they're just, their ratings are sex-based. Yeah. Which <laughs> it shouldn't be. It, that's the type of stuff I try to avoid. Now I say that I did turn well, on. They don't a, have sex in, it, in this. It's not in, in this. Show, they don't talk about it. Anyways. In this show, it's not like Bachelor in Paradise where they're bouncing from couple to couple. Like right. they're actually just one following a couple's story. But yeah, yeah see, this one sounds a little more funny, but I still could. I don't think I can get into it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's okay, Andrew. You don't let me do the girl stuff. You can as your. <laughs> <laughs> you oh man, if this was a video podcast, <laughs> you can't see my. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Speaking of video, I I do kind of want to do some YouTube stuff, so maybe uh, we can record some videos. Maybe I can lose about thirty pounds. 
and then we can start recording some videos. Can we just use Photoshop for that? Not for videos. You have to go frame by frame. Hmm. Maybe I can s- squeeze it in just horizontally, like squeeze. No, the what video. are we could just wear spanks for the video. We could we could yeah. wear nothing? Then we just have to blur it, dude. And then you can't see our bodies anyway, dude. Except for the blur would be huge. Yeah, the, it'd be the whole <laughs> screen. Whole screen. But our faces are the only thing you can see. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> If we're doing that, do we have to be nude though? Can we just wear nude color clothing? Andrew, we got we got a role play. We got We got to no, get. I'm not the, role playing nude. Method act, Andrew. We are method acting. Get nude. Do this, Dusty. Video. I'm not role playing with you while I'm nude. No. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Let's go back to thoughts. <laughs> Steve, those are the thoughts. <laughs> Was that a sin? Was was me thinking about being nude with Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, depends. Did you... We talk about Elton John, and our thoughts just go crazy, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Back to thoughts. <laughs> what are thoughts going? <laughs> okay, so, in this case, we didn't just think it, we verbalized it, so we acted upon yeah, it. So that's the sin. We, we, I spoke out the thoughts. <laughs> But now, wait, 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 wait. Being nude isn't a sin, though. And so it's right true. now, we've only talked about being nude. We haven't talked about anything else. We yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't going. And that I'm not route. thinking. I'm not even thinking that route. Yeah, I was just thinking now about think, two guys hanging nude. But now, see, I'm thinking about being on a nude beach. You know, Creed hanging brain. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> if that's flashing, lock me up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're just maybe, maybe that's how we watch the football game, uh, Andrew. Maybe Sunday we just hang nude, watch football. Yeah, let's not. And blur it out. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> let's not. Okay. Again, just, the option's there. We can wear nude color clothing. That's, that's. But make sure it matches your skin complexion. Maybe I get a body double. No, that's, that's, no, that's never mind. That's <laughs> just a bad idea. Yeah, you get a body double, I'll get a body double. They can watch <laughs> together nude. They can nude. watch the game together. <laughs> Tell us about it. We won't be there. We're not going to film it. All right, deal. We'll do that. <laughs> All right, guys, so what do you think? Are our thoughts enough to condemn us? What are some things that you do to help control your thoughts? Because that, that's my one of my issues is I just – my thoughts can just start compacting on each other real fast. Yes. I, I lose control. And um, so so what what are some of the things that you do? And the, the, let's just throw out the get – get the – obvious answers out of prayer and bible reading right <laughs> and and the music and the shows yeah, we get that we get those that's but you know even through prayer i've prayed while those thoughts are racing through my mind and but what are some things i can do before then if you're gonna say meditation that's the same thing as praying prayer, prayer prayer and meditation but what are some things that you do before to maybe calm down those thoughts? Or if you know you struggle with certain thoughts, what are some things that you do to proactively not struggle with those thoughts? You know, so it's it's kind of strange that we brought I – w- I wanted to talk about this today. And it's strange that we waited until today. Yesterday, just out of the blue, I texted you and said, hey, let's record tomorrow. And normally you're you have excuses, and we don't. And when you said yes, I was like, what? Well, actually, I didn't respond to you for like this two hours because I was hanging Christmas lights. And I and said, that's another topic. And I said, 
ignoring me doesn't make it go away. <laughs> but if you so, never ignore the thoughts. But then I had a devotion away. this morning. And guess what my devotion was on? Your thoughts. Yes. That's remarketing at its finest. That's Facebook remarketing right there. No, because <laughs> I... Ch- so I actually... You know when you read something or you think yeah. something and then you get an ad for it. Right, like you right, think, right. I wonder what I want for Christmas and you get the the thing you want for Christmas right. that you've been thinking about. So here's how weird this is. We finished my my men's group. We finished our study yesterday. And normally the leader picks the topic. Well, last week somebody else chose a topic. And this week, instead of the leader just throwing one out, he's like, hey, guys, who wants to choose the next one? And I went in. I just I found one. And I was like, hmm, that sounds really good. So I said, hey, let's do this one. Let's start this tomorrow, So which is today. And so day one of this new devotion we're doing is literally on your thoughts. And I so I chose this before I I didn't even when I chose this devotion, I didn't know what it was really about. I didn't know what every day was about. And so day one happens to be about uh, thoughts. And so it's coincidence that I wanted to talk to you about thoughts that the day one is on thoughts. And so I was doing it this morning. That's why you were late? You were reading your Bible? I was, actually. Okay. Yeah. So Buddha said, we are shaped by our thoughts. We become wait, wait, what wait, we... Wait, 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 wait. Right, right? Back, back, up. You caught it. <laughs> You're reading... Which Bible are you reading? <laughs> uh, the Holy Bible. The uh, Jesus-inspired, red-lettered Bible. But they couldn't find a quote by Jesus. They decided to find a quote by Buddha. <laughs> so okay, they... I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. <laughs> I know, right? I had the same thought this morning. I was like, really, Buddha? I was like, so I did go back. I was like, okay, this is a Christian. <laughs> Anyways, they so the first they started with Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. So your thoughts control what you do, essentially. If you think you can, you can do it. If you think you can't do it, then yeah, which is why I think I can do everything. Because if you already think think failure, then you're going to fail, in my opinion. Then Buddha also said, we are shaped by our thoughts. We become what we think. Teddy Roosevelt, believe you can, and you're halfway there. Marcus Aurelius, it wasn't he, he was a Roman general, I believe. The happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. And then Dale Carnegie, I believe of Carnegie Hall, the, the super rich Carnegies in the early 1900s. That owned all the steel. Our thoughts make us what we are. So these five quotes all really, they're saying that your thoughts control you and your thoughts are what you are going to become. Your thoughts lead to action. Right. Although not all of my thoughts do. Because I'm not thinking, okay, so the thoughts that I'm talking about in this podcast are the subconscious thoughts, the ones that they just pop up. They're not really what I'm trying to think of or what I believe. That's what I'm talking about. But And then um, it goes on to talk about Apostle the, or about Paul in Romans 12, my favorite verse. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. That word renewing is, uh, in Greek, translates to, translates to renovation. So he's actually saying renovate your thoughts and renovate your mind which are your thoughts to be new that's your scripture version of this podcast and just realize that Andrew was probably 
in the bathroom while he was reading that. No, probably. I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, let us know what you think in the comments. And we'll see you next week. Have a good one. <laughs>